It's time for Thriller Thursdays here on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG-13, suggesting that all children under the age of 13 should listen accompanied with an adult. <laughs> Broken Bard Studios! Before I get to that, let me fill you in on a few blanks. Like I said earlier, I still had my cred chip on me, and I was able to swing a taxi ride back to Marcus's place. After, of course, I had stumbled out of the warehouse, into a nearby alleyway, and went into total system crash. Not sure how much time went by while I was out. Couldn't have been too long because the sounds of sirens woke me up. Anyway. The fire had swept up the building. The authorities and whatnot were all focused on it, so no one noticed the neo-kid with blood and fried gangster bits splattered all over him, wobbling out of the alleyway incoherently. If I wasn't in such a data frag, I would have noticed my right arm had almost healed, and I probably would have went straight to the hospital otherwise. I wish I had, though. Maybe then things would have gone differently. Maybe then more people wouldn't have died. here. Uh, let me back it up and try again. I really did think, though, that this day of reality warping was finished. I mean, after all, what else could happen? Life tip. Never ask that question. Well, now, he's a strange bird, that one. I can't say I have a handle on his interest in the boy or, or why he approached us about him. At least, not yet, I don't. I don't trust him at all. Frackin' spooky and arrogant, if you ask me. And you think that I do? Oh, don't be daft, Matty. You know me. I like the risks. After all, that's how you win big. But now the self-important nut job is a commodity. I'm certain the time to put a few to his head is just around the corner. Not until we get all he wants out of him, however. How's your hand doing, by the way, Matty? Well, it hurt real bad, Miss M, until you gave me those pills. Now it just throbs. That little freak goes me some fingers. I suck it up, Matty. It's an occupational hazard. Besides, once Dr. Twistoff gets here later tonight, we'll have some brand new cybernetic digits for you. Yeah, you'll be better than before. <laughs> See, I take care of my boys. I know, ma'am. 
Never doubted you. You always look out for me. It's just that I'm not so sure about that quack twist off. I guess he does okay work. Yeah, I'm not really a big fan of your newfound negativity, my boy. Yeah, I'll let it go for now. Uh, chuck it up to the painkillers in your mangled paw. So, let's just try to work on that, okay? Uh, of course, Miss M. I apologize. Ah, that's my boy. Now, I need you to round up three fellas. Expendable ones. Um, not positive this will go well, but considering what you've reported to me after Jonas and Samuel, I'd prefer not to lose someone important. I understand, ma'am. I got a few guys ready to cut the teeth. This could be their chance to do so. What do you want me to tell them? I to tell them. Well, tell them we're going on a mandatory recruitment mission. Wait, we? Yes, we. Did you think I'm going to miss the chance to see this kid myself? <laughs> oh, that's not in the cards, Matty. See, you and I are going to be there with the boys as well. I'll netcom them and wait in the car. If this goes the way I hope, then... <laughs> I want to be there to talk to this boy ASAP. If it goes south, well, then I get some more data firsthand, so to speak. Then we can get back here in time for the doc to get you all fixed up. Ma'am, do you think it's a good idea to try to recruit this kid? You said it yourself, Sam and John were important. And this little freak, you went on the payroll? He killed them. Don't you think that leaves a bad message out there? What I want is for everyone to understand that I am the most powerful person in this city. See, that kind of power breeds fear and respect. Now, at this point, it does not really matter what people think. I mean, we need... We need this kid and his power on our side, Matty, my dear. See, with him, I can solidify my hold on this city and we can cow our rivals into... Well, into kissing our damn feet. <laughs> I know you don't like the kid, but you're going to have to learn to tolerate him. Unless, of course, he proves too difficult. Then, Matthias, then, then I will let you be the one to end him. But what if the freak refuses to talk to you? This whole shindig has you all out of sorts, boy. <laughs> There's no refusing me. You know that? The boy has family, right? Well, in my experience, family makes the best bargaining chips, don't they? Now, get your head on straight. Go grab the fellas and let's take ourselves a little trip. Of course, Miss M. I'm on it. Ah, that's my good lad. Well, there was no avoiding it any longer. I had to go home. I had to talk to my mom. Yeah, this was going to go well. Completely sway, right? Uh, so, Marcus and I got a car service to my house without a big-nosed, trench-coated witch for a driver and waited the wrath of she who has called Mom. My sister Erin was already there and laying out the full third-degree line of questions. Most of the time was spent waiting for Mom to get home while trying to convince Erin to back off so the story only had to be recited once. Big problem. 
what in the hell am I supposed to say? I was pretty sure that, hey mom, uh, remember when I got electrocuted? Well, I got possessed by some cosmic thing and now I have superpowers. Oh, and BTW, I also killed some dredge that wrecked into Marcus and I that was going to shoot me. I'm real sorry that I bailed while I healed up in the company of a creep-tastic asshat street shaman and a few retro analog cartel gangsters at a warehouse where I killed yet even more people than set the place on fire. But hey, my arm's not broken anymore. Probably really wasn't going to go over so well, as luck would have it. And by luck, I mean the bad variety. I didn't really have the chance to do so. Instead, I got to show her. Judgment Day glow face. I can't wait to see this. Shut up, Aaron. In here, Mom. Oh my God, are you okay? Ow. Mom, don't squeeze so hard. Still sore. What the hell, Corin? What happened? Where have you been? You best have a damn good explanation, young man. Hey, Aaron. Let's go to the kitchen or outside and, uh... Talk about how you're going to deal with not breaking my record. No way, Marcus. I want to hear this. Hey, Quarren, when Mom kills you, I'm totally taking your room. Aaron, now is not the time. Shut up. Yeah, brat. Shut your speaker hole and get out of here. No. Aaron stays. Marcus, you too. I know you're complicit in all of this. Quarren, you owe your sister and I quite the explanation. Now start talking. Mom, she does not need to be here. It's null your biz, brat. Get out of here. Go outside or to your room or just the hell away. Quarren Emerson Andreas. Oh, shit. She went full name. Language, God damn it. Um, Sorry, Mom. Don't. You just... Quarren. Um, but you... Do not. Shutting up. Wise move. Probably the wisest move you've made all day. Certainly wiser than disappearing after being in Iraq involving a terrorist who then tried to take you hostage. See that? That I could accept. If you'd been taken hostage, at least that would have been a valid excuse. She starts to make less sense the matter she gets. Oh, that explains where Q gets it from. You two just shutting up. Sorry. Terrorist? Yeah, the guy that hit you two. He was going to blow up a clinic or something. Fail. Wait, he was going to what? Just like your dumb face paint, your stupid is rubbing off on Marcus now, glow face. Aaron, enough. We're not changing the subject, but I know you and Marcus will not let this go. So the man that hit you in the car... His name was Monty Germain. He was going to bomb the 8th Street Veterans Clinic. Yeah. Yeah, the, the police found a macro chem bomb in the trunk of his car with materials and plans at his apartment. Now you know. You want to know more? Watch the news cycle. Now, I want to know exactly what happened to you all day. As in this very minute. That is just strange. The police did not mention anything about that when they questioned me. Plus, without a high-grade protective case, the macro chem bomb would have gone off when the car exploded. You can science that out later, Marcus. Right now, I want my son to answer my question. I bet he was with Danae. Leave that alone, Aaron. I'm not kidding. Not sway, kid. 
Mondo Unsway, in fact. What? It wouldn't be the first time he lied about being with her. It wouldn't even be the first time he ended up MIA because of her. Damn it, Aaron! Shut the frack up! That's it. Aaron, upstairs to your room. Now. But... Now. This is total dump. Fine. (sighs) Okay. Now please tell me what happened. Where were you today after the accident? Hmm? Were you were you with? Damn her? it, Mom! No, I, I wasn't. I went to Marcus's house. I, I was completely out of it. I don't know what I was doing. And you couldn't call me, let me know what was going on. I just said I was out of it, okay? <sighs> and besides, my netcom got fragged in the wreck, and I went to his place. He wasn't there. I passed out. System crash. <sighs> he got home, called <sighs> you. We came here. Uh-huh. Great story. Great, great story, except um, I sent a guard to pick up Marcus over three hours ago, and you all did not call me until 45 minutes ago, and this net calm is just fine. See, what the hell, guys? Hmm? Marcus, I at least expected better from you. I, uh, I... Thanks, buddy. Thanks a lot. Quarren. I love you dearly. I do, but so help me if you went to see that little skank of a junkie. I I was not with Danae, and you don't get to talk about her like that, Mom. You do not yell at me. I am your mother, and and I I do the yelling. Were were you with Danae or not? Hmm? Don't lie to me. I wasn't. Okay? I wasn't. Doesn't matter. You won't believe me anyway. Try me. Don't make the decision for me again. You are my son. And I... I love you more than I can tell you. I, I, I want to trust you, honey. I do. And I, I, I know... I know how you feel about Danae. And I, I'm, I'm sorry I said what I did. But... Quarren, you... You know she's not good for you. I, I almost, I almost lost you because of her, and he died. I can't lose you too. Not after losing your dad. I, I couldn't take it. Just, just tell me the truth, son, please. For what it's worth, Miss A, I swear he was not with her. Then what? What is it? Why don't you two tell me what... Oh, for crying out loud, what now? Yeah, that's right, it's Halloween. Not that it's not for you every day, son. Hold on a minute. We are not done here. Oh, can I help you, gentlemen? Yes, ma'am, you sure can. Is your son home by chance? He is, but this is kind of a bad time right now. That's okay with us, ma'am. We need to speak to him. Now. As I was saying, now is not a good time. Perhaps you can can come back another time. Oh, hey! Excuse me! What the hell do you think you're doing? Get out of my house! My apologies, ma'am, but it ain't gonna happen. 
I got my orders, and that means my friend Fiore and I are about to have a friendly little chat with your son. But don't fret none. You're gonna be part of this conversation as well. Get in there. Well, well. If it isn't the little freak that owes me some fingers. What's going on here? Who are you? Look at this, boss. The guy on crutches is puffing up at us. Sit down, hop along. Frack, Marcus, those are the cartel guys I told you about earlier. How in the blue hell did they find you? Or even know who you are? You all can feel free to keep your mouths closed and listen up. Carefully. We got some things to discuss. <sighs> Shit, Q. What are they going to do? Most likely, they're going to die. Brutally. Episode 5, House Call, is a Broken Bard Studios production. Written and directed by Drew Prophet. Sound design and post-production by Austin Beach. Musical score by Dane Leonardson. Starring Drew Prophet as Quarren. Sarah Golding as Mom and Miss M. Mike Jansen as Marcus. Danielle Reese as Aaron. Austin Beach as Matthias and the radio newscaster. And Jeremy Hennessy as Fiore. If you enjoy what you'll... Consider supporting us at patreon.com slash brokenbardstudios, and you will find exclusive Dark Scent bonus content. Thank you for listening. Hello, I'm John Bell of Bells in the Bat Free. It's a comedy podcast. Fridays and every other Sunday... Well, anyway, back in episode five of Bells in the Bad Free, we introduced the cowlets, tiny little cows. Where did all these cats come from? They're not cats, they're cows, and they're heading toward the water cooler. Stop it before... Now you can display your love of these tiny cows with genuine cowlet t-shirts. You know what's really fun to do with these shirts? Get a whole bunch of people to buy them. Then you all gather together and run down the street. People will see these cowlets coming toward them and think it's a stampede. You think that would really work, Brad? Shh, I'm pushing for bulk sales here. You can also get cowlet mugs, clocks, and other items. Just go to thebatfree.com and click on shop. This is a limited time offer. No, it's not. You just do not not understand advertising, do you? Get your merchandise today with the official Cowlet design created by Jeff Music. Buying lots of them would bring music to my ears. Oh, stop. Stop.